I understand what that song means now. I gotta go back and listen to that song. See, I ain't understand the song. We sing songs, don't even understand. I'm telling you, Zion is calling hit different when you actually move into a higher place. It hit different. We exalt the hit different when you actually exalt God. Real Church Matters, episode 137. I'm here with my brother, Philip. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right, too. Uh, it's good to see you. Good to talk to you. I know you've been out of town and such. Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the coronavirus scare and all of that stuff and you know, people panicking at anybody to even cough. I was in a room full of people all day. And every time I felt like coughing, I tried to just step out the room because I didn't want to panic at them any more than they were. Man, I took a flight and, uh, man, these people got, got whole refrigerator bags on. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. But in light of that mess... We're going to go ahead and keep on keeping on housekeeping. It's realchurchmatters.com to uh, check out all the episodes to give. Shout out to those people who give. Uh, <clears throat> there's a place to give on the website. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, episode 137. This time last year, I think I did. Uh, we talked about better about it well i'll just go in reverse episode four was help wanted and that was uh one of my favorite episodes i think i ended up preaching a message of the same title and then episode in 2018 where was it it was episode Breaking the Laws of Nature, episode 56. So there's that. And then, what else is there that you can go back to this time last year? Oh, episode 99 was about pride. That's a good one to line up with what we're talking about today. And so go back to those old episodes, listen to them. Tell a friend about this podcast. Talk about it with people. Ask questions. And you can always uh, reach out at realchurchmatters.com um, or at, uh, what is it? Ask me at realchurchmatters.com. That being said, it's obedience over audience. It says we have an audience. Let's get to it. Absolutely. So. Other than the fact that it's early, or early to me, and I'm still getting myself together, I think we wanted to talk about selfishness. I, th- I thought that was a good topic. Um, like in line last this time last year, we talked about pride. I think I talked about it with you. Yeah. And uh, I think we had some brief conversations about selfishness. And so I'm going to start it with you because you started the conversation. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, selfishness has, I'll say, layers of consciousness to it that that it, it, it just requires us to examine ourselves and, and why we do things. And and even in our relationships, uh, how we treat people and stuff, a lot of a lot of times it's predicated on what we want, like which is selfish, uh, you know, being a. A husband, even being a dad, like it revealed to me after the fact that that how selfish it is for the for certain certain things that we do, like you know our reasons for getting married, or or even the way we treat our spouses. Like I want this person to love me. Unconditionally, I want this person to to adore me, even higher than God. We mm-hmm. never say it out our mouths, but you you know we we say it like you know 
this this is what I want this person to to do. I want I want this this love. I want this 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 thing. And then you know, especially when we dating, you you for all the Christian young single folks out there, they they can attest that there are limits that are crossed that shouldn't be crossed. And you don't mind crossing it because you just love this this person and. and what you're doing is you're actually teaching this person to to betray God. Yeah. Which is selfish. Totally. Yeah. You're ruining something that's beautiful. Something that, that they need for life. Yeah. Just to please yourself. And I like the word selfish now because you got the whole blackish or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's letting you know, like, this is in the, it's surrounding this. It is adjacent to this. It is um, connected to this. And so when we talk about selfish, we're talking about things that are surrounded by, connected by, adjacent to you. Yeah. And so a lot of times people look at selfish as, oh, you would, you didn't give somebody this or didn't give somebody that. No, it's the reason why you didn't give is self-centered. Yeah. The reason you said no is self-centered. Right. The reason you say yes is self-centered. The yeah. reason you gave, the reason you took, the reason you fought, the reason you stayed is self-centered. Right. You can do good things in a self-centered manner. For sure. And we can mask them as all the other reasons. Like I, I feel like when we say God knows our heart, it's more it's it's more of an indictment than anything <laughs> because it's like Hey God, I'm 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 talking to you today. Let me get the pleasantries out the way. Yeah, you're so good, you're so awesome. Blah, blah, blah. But God save my family, and I'll serve you forever. Right. Uh, save my wife so she can really act right and, and cause less confusion. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, so you have all these things that that are good inherently, but are bad because of the self centeredness of it. Yeah. There's a scripture that goes with what you were saying earlier. You saying that people um, people want to go to heaven. Yeah, they want to go to heaven, but because they want to go in a self centered manner, they'll never get there. They'll never get there. For sure. I want to go because that's better than yeah. hell, or I want to go because that's the best place I can imagine for me. It's not because of anything other than them. And so when we look at second, um, second Timothy four and three, it said for the time will come. I think we're at that time when they will not endure sound doctrine. So this person says they want to go to heaven, but in order to go to heaven, they would have to endure sound doctrine. Yeah. So when he says endure, he's saying they will not tolerate, accept, acknowledge sound doctrine. Doctrine is another word for God's word. God's leading God's teaching. The Bible. Right. You won't endure it. You won't entertain it. So you could tell somebody can say, I really want to go to heaven. And they'll be like, I better start going to church. No, what you better start doing is reading his doctrine and acknowledging and accepting it in your life. Yeah. As so. He said, they, the in this time, they will not endorse our doctrine. But after their own lusts, shall they heap themselves to teachers having itching ears. So people are even coming to church. But they're coming to church to satisfy themselves. Yeah. And when you come to church or you read the word or you listen to preachers to satisfy yourself, you won't endure what you hear as when you hear the truth, you won't endure it. Yeah. Just because God uses it to draw you in. Because it doesn't match with your self-centeredness. Yeah. Just like the rich young ruler. Right. What did he say? How can I get to heaven? Oh, how you can get to heaven is you can give all of you. You can give all of your interests. Because remember, selfish is just one's own self-interest. Yeah. His money was his self-interest. Right. He said, no, I'm not doing that. He did not endure sound doctrine. Yeah. He went about his way. The, the disconnect with the church and with people and it comes to God and stuff and the people that we deal with in our lives. Is even when they're trying to figure God out, it's through their own lust, right? Their own selfish desires. Yeah. So you hear people talk about, Lord, 
I want somebody. Lord, give me a husband. Lord, give me a wife. And you're looking at him like, man, it's hard for you to see who God truly is when you only see him through the lens of your lust. Yeah. It's, it's just like kids with parents. There's many a times my parents were sick. I can remember times where my mother would, had got procedures done. It wasn't well. And I wasn't thinking about how she was doing. Yeah. I only saw this woman through what she could give to me. For sure. You probably only wanted her well so she can continue to be her. Absolutely. And it's the same reason why we want people alive. Like, some people not crying because, you know, the person is gone. It's just like, yo, I'm not going to get this anymore. Bro, bro, they say it too. They be like, "She she didn't think about me. How could you do this to me? How could you leave me like this? Like, whoa, what, what in the world? Yeah, it's, it's 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 sickening, and I think that it needs to be uh, be magnified even even in church. You know, God God uses it. Yeah, He does use it because uh, He He knows our hearts, so He knows what's gonna draw us to Him. Yeah. So you know, He yeah He'll 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 use it to get you draw you in, and 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 that gives you an opportunity to actually experience them because other than that like if he don't take away the things that you lusting after and, and, and touch those things that yeah you're never gonna acknowledge you're never him. gonna endure yeah his what he's saying like you you've been here before yeah where you see somebody who didn't really listen to you and all of a sudden something happens in their life and now they all ears for sure yeah and they're like yo yo feel feel what, what did you say again about such and such? You'd be like, oh, oh, now you want to hear me. Yeah, and it takes the the love of God to actually be like, to not even say it. Like, you just hear because, and but I it, I always imagine that's how God is. Like, because yeah, yeah. he knows our heart. He knows, he, he knows why I'm, I'm there. He knows, he like, yeah, you thought that was going to turn into something. And it didn't. So yeah. now you're back here. So, and a lot of times we don't, we look at, our relationship with God and church in this weird way where we connect everything that happens in heaven or hell or earth, according to what we do. Right. As opposed to what we do it in the heart, we do it in for sure. And so there is no bigger barrier between us and heaven than selfishness. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've I've acted in that way, and people applauded me on Instagram. Just like, you know, man, you know, it's it's so amazing. I, I've got messages like, it's amazing the way you love your wife. It's amazing, <laughs> like, cause y'all, you know, they was looking at the the the, the pictures or or that's, the, a, that's the, all they could look the, at the edible arrangements <laughs> and, and, and different things. And they're like, man, that's that's an awesome thing. Not understanding that 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 the problem behind all those awesome things is. We tend to only love people based upon how they love us. And how they make us feel. And how they make us feel. It's always that. Yeah. Think about it. You see a kid playing around the outlet. You're telling them to stop. They're not going to stop because they don't know how it makes them feel. Right. They only know how it makes them feel right now. They don't know how it's going to make them feel. Yeah, the true effects. The of, true effects of playing with it. Because they haven't hit a certain spot yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't stick the knife all the way in. They didn't stick the fork in. They they still just playing around. But once they engage with it totally, they now no longer want to engage because they see how it makes them feel. That's people with relationships. Oh, it's cute at first. It's, when, it's when, cute. When, when you push God out the total, your total marriage. Yeah, it's you're, cute. You're dancing around yeah. in the... The, the 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 area of yeah. things, the area of commitment. We dance around commitment. That's why people try to stay as, as distant from commitment as they can while still getting the benefits of it. Yeah. That's why they talk about we just talking or we just chilling. Or they talk about, yeah, we, we in a relationship, but we have an understanding. Until their, their hearts get engaged totally and it, there's a shock to the system. And now this doesn't feel good. You see married people who are miserable because, oh, you didn't know what marriage was. Marriage is not the marriage is not an infrastructure by which your selfishness can thrive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's not an incubator for selfishness. What happens is, is when you get in relationships, any relationship that calls for commitment, it drives selfishness out. Yeah, because your, your, your total responsibility is to to be there for someone else. Absolutely. You be there and, and be responsible for someone else. That's yeah. a job in itself. Now, there are people who have a selfish agenda to being there for someone. They can give a hundred knowing the person gives zero and love it because it makes them feel good. But what happens when it no longer makes you feel okay. good now this whole time in your life you was like yeah i just love being there for people i just all of a sudden now you don't that's why dating is a trap yeah buddy. you hit this wall <laughs> yeah you hit this wall where as long as you this is what i'm saying for people who are listening like what is what are you saying i'm saying as long as selfishness is your sole motivator and guide it will always lead you to the same conclusion You'll be frustrated. Yeah. You'll be hopeless. You'll be angry. Because that's what happens when selfishness is no longer satisfied. Yeah. And it, and it don't stay satisfied for long. That's how you see people like, all I do is give to people and nobody's there for me. Guess what? Selfishness. Yeah. You gave and you wanted something in return. Yeah. Whether you vocally said it or even if you want to admit it now. You might not even want nothing from that person. And you might have wanted something from them intrinsically based on how it makes you feel. Dag, I've done this for this person a thousand times. On the one thousand and one time, it no longer makes me feel away. Now this person's looking at you like, why is she crying? Why is she angry? Oh, because what she used to do. Cooking the dinner, washing the dishes, washing the clothes. What she used to do and seem like it was fine with her no longer feels good to her. And that's that place where people are like, man, people just change on you. One minute they love you, next minute they don't. No, one minute they love themselves and that meant using you as a vehicle to love themselves. And that next minute using you as a vehicle no longer does it for them. Yeah. But it was always... Selfishness. I always ask people now, like, what's the barometer for for wanting to get married? Because uh, I want to know, like, because people could tell you why they don't want to get married mm -hmm. all day, but what's the reasons to get married? What's the reasons you're asking for someone? The reason for those people who are praying to God for someone, the reason you are praying to them is selfishness. It's the reason you're praying for them is selfishness. Yeah, I don't see nobody praying like Lord. I want you to send me somebody so that I can suffer with them, so that I can endure with them. Nobody's asking for that. Guess, no. guess what? Guess what? At the end of the day, everybody's going to get faced with the fact that there's a self-interest. Yeah. There's absolutely. a self-interest that's thriving in us. Y'all could call it old nature, new nature. Y'all could do all these biblical terms. But at the end of the day, if we're not letting people know that the, the mindset, to know that you're in yourself is selfishness. Yeah. Then I'm not really helping you understand when you're in God and when you're in yourself. Right. When I'm doing things for my preservation, my comfort is selfishness. Yeah. I realized that when, you know, my, our family is going through some things and I just want it to be better. Yeah. I just want it to be better. I'm praying to God for it to be better. better. Yeah. But I'm praying selfishly. Yeah, for sure. This whole thing is messing me up. Yeah. I, I can't work good. I, I'm not as creative. I'm, my mind isn't straight. I'm not sleeping well. I am not where I want to be. For sure. Even though if it's happening to me, yeah. it is what's best for me. This this the case. Yeah. <laughs> it is what's best for me and it has been ordained for me. Right. The enemy is not a maverick. He is not a renegade. He is not doing things on his own. No, he's not. He does by permission. Yeah. He moves by ordination. Same way you feel like you ordained to be a pastor, Satan was ordained for what he's doing. Yeah. And every time he moves, he, he moves permission. under that ordination. Yeah. So whatever's happening, y'all, I'll, I'll even shake on it and agree. The enemy is, whoo, he's turning up. He only turning up because somebody turned him up. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he don't turn up on his own. Yeah, he he's a, he's allowed to. <laughs> he is allowed to. So when I understand that these things have been allowed in my life by the one who controls my life. Yeah. To drive out their selfishness, to drive out all those things. That's the <laughs> to put that's me the in, in uncomfortable places where I can expose this thing. You get what I'm saying? The fish is flopping in out the water right now. Yeah, it's it. Oh, I'm flopping around because I'm only comfortable. As soon as you drop that fish back in the water, it's crazy. It don't even think about yeah, it's, it's just it. Just gross. it just go back to what it was doing. It's, it's like oh, oh, this is better. Do 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 do. I realize when it pulls me out of myself that I'm only comfortable in myself and that's not where God want me. Yeah. So I'm flopping around. So I'm, I'm, I'm quote unquote depressed. So I'm quote unquote angry. So I'm quote unquote have writer's block. So quote unquote, I'm not creative at this. He's like, bro, you only want to function in you. Yeah. You only want to function in ideal situations. That's not what Paul was saying. Paul said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Why is he saying that? He said, because all of these things are for your good. They're to your building. They're to your character. They're another knife, a scalpel that cuts away at the connection with you and self. And brings you to the perfection where you are only dependent on God. You know how frustrating that could be? Like, <laughs> like to be... To be God and to be preparing you day in and day out for something just to watch you crumble. Every time. Every single time. Every single time. Watch you crumble because you can't move past your lust. And I don't want to even use that word lust. I was trying to make sure I didn't use it um, in conversational context in this episode because Ultimately, when we talk about lust, when we talk about desires, when we talk about flesh, we're talking about selfishness. Right. And, and people, they try to tie in and say, you know, God's going to give give us our heart's desire. And I'm like, after our heart is for him, it's a trick to it because it's like, after my heart is for him, now his desires are my desires it's for my the, life. It's the funny thing. The reason why there's an age limit to drinking. Yeah. The age limit is 21 is because in theory, this is only in theory. This is not what I subscribe to or agree with. In theory, at the age of 21, you should be able to know when to say when. Yeah. You should be able to drink responsibly. Yeah. They're expecting you to be at a place in your life where you're no longer so engaged in want. That you won't want to your own detriment. Yeah. But we know that's not true. It's not because wanting in general is, is <laughs> to you. Is, it, it, it kills you. Want has no moderation. Yeah. Want and self and desire and lust and flesh has no temperance. Right. It's, it's antithetical to discipline. Greed is selfishness you like man Why you take all of that You took more than you need Just because you didn't want nobody else to have it Yeah because that's selfishness That's greed yeah, you, th That woman can't even leave the house You want her all to yourself You don't want her talking to nobody Because yeah, that's selfishness yeah. That's selfishness That's not allowing for a, a relationship to flourish These things suffer and die where selfishness exists. There's people who are begging God for somebody. Only so that when they get that person. They can choke them and suffocate them in selfishness. Right. And some, I want somebody that, that understands who I am. No. You shouldn't. Because understanding who you are. Means you're indoctrinating them into yourself. That means that you're trying to get them to operate and live. In this realm of selfishness. Mm. Where we was comfortable at. Remember that water where I'm I move so effortlessly in in the comfortable self. Yeah. And now I want to introduce another person in this. And they don't move as comfortable. No. They not really fully flopping, but every now and then they're like, Ugh. and you're like, Yeah, I know the water crazy, but it's perfect for me. And so you just get with it. 
Like yeah. you got it, you got it, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Just get with it. I, yeah, I see you. You having a hard time with the way I want you to engage with me, but you'll get it. You'll figure it out. There's nothing on your part that's thinking about how you need to compromise or give or make the water a little less cold or make the water a little less hot so that it is suitable for both. Compromise doesn't live where selfishness lives. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And we'll never learn to truly compromise with people until we compromise with God. And the only compromise he's willing to to listen to is one who gives and puts themselves down. Yeah, that's it. That's the compromise. It's like um, there's a, a, a artist, a rapper or whatever, and she's fighting with her old label. She's fighting with her label over her contract. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like looking at the contract and like, why did she even sign this? Well, she signed it because at the time she needed them more than they needed her. Yeah. And when you're not who you are now, you can forget who you were, were yeah. and why you accepted those terms. And I think that a lot of times that's what we're not realizing is we're 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 assuming that people are good with our selfishness because they accepted our terms. Yeah. At a time when they were in need. In need. Yeah. And then as they get older they're like I don't like the terms of this contract no more. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And we don't understand. We get mad and we like, you out? Like, you you don't got no love? Like, yeah, because you never had none. The, the contract was... It stank. It stunk. It was in your favor. <laughs> yeah. It was set up so that you didn't have to give love. You just had to, to take. Yeah. And you took when you wanted to. And they should be grateful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just broke down... Unhealthy relationships, yeah, like in a nutshell, and it's all because of the nastiness of selfishness. We go to a church now where our pastor is talking about uh, offering and giving, and he he says something that's so profound. He was like, "Um, in the Bible, when they had what they needed, they said enough. Yeah, it told the people stop giving. Yeah, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. Why? Because there's never enough. Why? Because even though the projects that needed to be done in the church and are done. completed. Yeah. And even though the bills are being paid at the church, even though the, the pastor has the things that he need, I could use a new car. I could use a bigger house. That's when it gets nasty. Because selfishness is the overwhelming thing. And as long as it is, there's never a person that says, that's enough. And it can, it can get rationalized. It, like, everything you do selfishly can be rationalized with some type of goodness to it. Because me taking care of my kids is good. Me taking care of them so they can take care of me later on in life is bad. But that's what people do. Yeah. And... and and doing it in that heart, other other anything other than just I, I'm doing it because I love this person, is is wrong. Yeah. It's, it's completely wrong, and I, I I'm speaking about marriages. I'm speaking about any type of relationship where you don't want to see the the benefit of the other person more than your own. The self love stuff is it, it, it was it was predestined in 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 the word yeah. People will be lovers of themselves, and you see it even more today. And it's it's sad when I look at my kids. I'm like, man, who's, you know, it's it's definitely different from when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. The adults are definitely different. You know, they, you know, I, I watch other kids being parented, and kids are being watched more than raised. And I, I watched other relationships where, you know, spouses are being. Tolerated because it works out for the bills, yeah. <laughs> and and those those things that you know it's it's sad and I, and I, but I know it's predestined. That's the peace I have with it, and and you know I I want to sweep in front of my front door, which is make sure I'm doing everything in a pure state, like the way the way I love my wife, the way I love my kids, the way I have to move about, like. You know they can do the worst thing to that. Me. That takes us to our to the, the next part of it is people always talk about I want to do things 
right. Yeah. I want to do it right. And th- there are times where there's situations that fall apart and people say, I tried to do it right. Right. I don't know what happened. Like, I'm trying my hardest to do it right. And it's like, mm, how can I tell you that it's, that you're doing it, you're doing the right things, but not in the right heart? Because think about it. It's hard to. It's cause hard. Because there's so many layers that's, that, because people start to believe their own hype. Like, yeah. they start to believe that I'm doing this with good intentions. I'm doing this with some, and, and you, you have to actually sit there and peel off the layers of. You know what it's like? It's just like the emperor's new clothes. Yeah. It's like the person, you know, people that dress tacky. Yeah. But every day they get dressed. They got a mirror. They got lights in their house. They see what they putting on. And they still put it on and they go out the door. Because in their mind, in their mind, in their sensibilities, in their understanding, in their awareness, they feel good about what they have on. Right. It's nothing you can say to them. Nothing at all. You can say, what is it? What do you have on? Boy, what are those? Like, you look crazy. And they're just like, for real? For real? Like, I, I look crazy? Yeah. They won't even get to that point if they're really into how they see things. Yeah. So it's hard to tell people about the idea of self when they're still in self. Self. And so you see Jesus, you know, he learned how to rip people out of themselves. Yeah. When he told him, he said, give all you have. He just shook them out of himself. Do you know what I'm saying? It's hard to, like, he could have said, give 50%. And the rich young ruler might have been like, I could do that. I could do that. You have. You know what I'm saying? It still fit in self. Right. You see, you see how this thing is interesting because it's like that still fits in self. Self doesn't really get really challenged until you challenge it in its whole self. Right. That's why he said, "Give of ourselves, die to yourselves." He didn't say, "Injure yourself." Right. It's people out here, Phil, who think they're doing the work of God and because they injure themselves. Well, I said something to him. And, you know, it hurt me. What he said back, he said, he said, you, you're a dumb. He, he said, you stupid. He said, you just, you just a church hopper and you don't, you a better Christian than you are a wife. He hurt my feelings and now I'm crying, but I know this is for righteousness sake. No, it's not. No, it's not. You've done something that injured you, but you didn't do something that killed you. Right. Because you know what would kill you? You did the same thing every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would. Yeah, <laughs> bro, we both been we talking from experience. How many times have I done something, and I sat back and I was like, I just had that happen. I felt I did something that was right, and it had a negative, like blowback. Yeah, and then I sit back and I'm like, Phew. it was hard, but I did it. And God, like, yeah, do it again. Yeah, because it was only hard because it, it's killing our selfish desires. Yeah, of comfort. It injured. Yeah, it injured myself. Yeah, it injured. It injures us, but it don't kill us. No, hey, that's why He said, "You have yet to resist sin to the shedding of blood." That's what the scripture says. He was He's letting us know. He's like, y'all are out here injuring yourself and thinking that that's enough. No, God didn't tell them to go grab a ram or a sheep and just stab it in the leg. Yeah. He said, kill it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why is it that Christians, you're the, you're the sacrifice now. Sacrifice means kill. Yeah. Sacrifice don't mean injure. Do you know what I'm saying? It's you know the way we try to do it. We 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 do like those movies where somebody commit a crime. It's an inside job, and then he said, "Shoot me," so they see, like you know, they believe that I was I wasn't part of it. Yeah. And he's like, "Where you want me to shoot you? Like in the arm, leg, something? You know? Don't don't mortally injure me. Don't put me in the ICU now. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Just injure me. 
so that I feel like I was a part of it. That's how we trying to finesse God, Phil. Yeah, and he can see right through it. He can see right through it. He, he can see right through it. He's in our hearts. He's in, he, he, so can your family. Yeah. So can your spouses. They can see that you ain't in it for real, for real. Because they see you just want to be nicked. Yeah. So you 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 like, ah, ah, I took one in the arm. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh suffering for righteousness sake. And you like, Psh. I'm willing to die for myself. She ain't willing to die for her God. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, with hey, here, here, women, listen to this. This man willing to blow up, implode his entire family. <laughs> for some other woman Damn. I'm talking about like Destroy a whole family what, Men there's women out there Willing to destroy their entire family For another woman For themselves yeah. For a man For themselves And you not willing to destroy your family For God Yeah You know what I'm saying Who Who really Yeah who really is about that life? They sound like they are. We don't sound like we are. Cause we not. <laughs> that that rich young ruler, he got rich because he gave he gave everything to get that. He said, "Oh, you want this riches? Yeah. Keep the same energy. Give it all. Give everything. How bad do you want this?" Selfishness always asks us that, and we always ex- are exposed by that answer. Yeah. How bad do you want this? I want it bad enough that she will come back home, but not bad enough that I'll change the way home is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How bad do you want your your health to be better? I want it bad enough that I can go back and still eat the same things I wanted. Yeah. But I don't want it bad enough that I'll never touch that crap again. Do you get what I'm saying? I want everything, even miracles. I want everything in my terms. Yeah. That's selfishness. Lord, put me back to the way I used to be. God, like I didn't break you apart to put you back the way you used to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine you were hired on a teardown? And then when you ask how it's supposed to look, they send you a picture of how it was 10 minutes ago. Before you tore it down? Yeah. It's frustrating. You'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, um, Philip, when you're done, make sure there's mold around the, the back of the toilet again. Like, is there a place you can get mold so you can put that mold right back there? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how it be. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My relationship with my family, it's not good. Lord, put it back to the way it used to be. So I can just run it again. I demoed it so it can be renovated. Demoed it so it can be restored. That's what selfishness is the barrier to. Yeah. Selfishness is a barrier to that because selfishness just wants to be comfortable. And where God is trying to take us is never to the comfortable. But it is comforting. But we won't feel it on the journey. We become comforted only in the thoughts that he knows what's best. Yeah. And we talked about that a little bit yesterday on FaceTime, just talking. And I wanted to make sure I touched on it here. Um, The the reality is, is that there's a ton of people who feel like all they do is start something. Yeah. Don't finish it. And don't finish but the reality is, as humans, we are starters. We're not finishers. We don't possess the power to finish. Don't possess the power to. Here's the cool thing. God created life, and then he told Adam, you get to name them. You don't get to decide when they die. You don't get to decide how they move on this earth. You just get to name them. Yeah. There's somebody who's going to do the hard stuff. But I'm giving you the, the job of just naming it. You get to just put it and give it a place on this earth. And I will lay out in my way how I want that thing to live and fulfill my purpose on earth. You get to name it. That's it. And the reality is, is that all of us, we we go and we name things like you, your wife. Just like we we quote the scriptures where it says you are woman. 
That wasn't God talking. That was Adam. Yeah. Adam said, you're a woman, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. He said that. Why? Because he was working under his jurisdiction. He was given the ability to what? Name. You get to go up to a woman and say, you're my wife. Doesn't matter what woman. All this unequally yoked stuff. Come on, guys. Y'all yoked. I mean, because you... Like a big sin omelet. Because any given day, whether you started off yoked equally... It doesn't, yeah. It, it, it gets out of balance. It's a non sequitur. <laughs> and maybe I'll talk about it. We'll talk about it another time. Yeah. Because you, you guys understand, yoke is not talking about matching integrities. Yoke is not talking about matching perfections. Yoke is talking about matching agendas. Yeah. Because yeah, we're not talking about egg yoke. We're talking about Y-O-K-E. We're talking about two things being hooked together and being balanced. Yeah. So that they can move in the same direction with equal strength so that they can pull the plow effectively. Yeah. Because if they can't walk equally, the plow will start to veer to the left or to the right. Yep. And that makes the work harder. Yeah. That makes, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't even understand what it means. We People saying they unequally yoke, but he's not making your work harder. Yeah, no. He's just making it harder for you to love him. Yeah. He's not making it harder for you to serve God. Yeah. Matter of fact, he's using it <laughs> to do the work in you. Yeah. Like, there's some work that, that that had to be done, and it only could be done through that. And we teaching people wrong, and they're going around looking for people that go to church and people that pray. Listen, at the end of the day, you went and you said, this is my wife. You named it. You be You were the namer. You were not the author or the finisher. You don't get to finish. If we want to see something through, we have to see it through his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you want to finish something? You got to connect to the finisher. That's how it is. You want to really feel like you have a purpose in this life and that this, you're writing a story that's significant. You got to let the author write it. Right. You can't write it yourself. It's just that's the reality. But when we have this selfishness, it's an enemy to that. Yeah. It's an enemy to that. It's, it's always an enemy. I, I found that conversation, that brief text you sent me, just set me in the, a mindset of just thinking like, you know, Philip is right. He, you, you said it. You said it so eloquently. You was like, bro, I've always just wanted my family to be what's best for me. Yeah. I want, I've, Want my wife to be what's best for me. I didn't want her to be what's best for God. Yeah, I wasn't setting her up for His pleasure. Right, setting her up for mine. Yeah, I, I, I told her that recently. <laughs> you know, we was talking about uh, tags. We were talking about tags <coughs> in the car, and and I she was getting frustrated with the process. And I said, you know, I didn't do you a, a service because. I like feeling like I need to be needed. So I would do these things and I never would explain them to you. Yeah. I never would teach you how to do these things. I never would. And you would ask just like you you are right now. And I just wouldn't do that because I wanted to feel a sense of need. And I say it wasn't, you know, it wasn't right. And it she, wasn't right. Yeah. And she laughed about it and stuff, but you know, and it's those, it's those things that, that people do. And people laugh. Uh, people gotta understand People laugh Cause they don't be knowing What to do In response to <laughs> <laughs> I notice that now Like I be like oh, they, People laughing Like they don't take This stuff serious Like no Laughing is They don't know How to respond Yeah for yeah. sure They don't know How to respond to truth They don't know How to respond to The real truth Yeah Their first inclination Is to laugh Like I can't even believe he's talking about this. I can't even believe that it's on the nose like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got make we mistake. Some people are funny. Jim Carrey is funny. Yeah. Chris Rock is just on point. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? He's saying things that you're like, that is so true. And you're yeah. laughing at the trueness of it. Yeah. You're not laughing at the funniness of it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So people be laughing like, oh, that that's dead on. Yeah. But the reality is, it's like, 
we can know what's going on, but because there's this there's this struggle with being out of ourselves. It's not comfortable. And I'll constantly always think about it like a fish flopping. Cause like that's the adult tantrum. Yeah. The is. adult tantrum comes whenever you see an adult this in a tantrum or depressed or any of that. And and I'm not speaking light of that stuff because I've quote unquote thought I was depressed or all of that. But really I just was throwing a tantrum. Because I was out of myself. Yeah. I was evicted. I didn't step out of myself myself. I was evicted. The situation sucked me out of myself. Next thing you know, I'm outside of myself. And I'm like, what what am I going to do? Money does that to people. The lack of money is like, I'm not myself. Why? Because I got lust that I cannot facilitate. Yeah. I don't have the money to. Right. That's why people who have a little bit of money be broke because you like you look at their statements and stuff be like, yeah, you um not making enough money to pay your rent, but you got Netflix, Hulu and Disney Plus. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, that's literally that. But that's that's how they, they treat you in bankruptcy. They want they 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 have like, yeah, they they No, nah, I mean, I don't got a problem with saying it like they will walk you through and they will ask you like, hey, so these two bills are due. Which one are you paying? <laughs> and, 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 and you like uh, Verizon Gotta have internet man like, no. <laughs> like, uh, no. no you don't need internet yeah, What you like, need is a home Yeah like But it's that logic that has to be broken down Before you get help I brought it up just because <laughs> There's certain logics that we gotta actually Destroy before we can proceed In, in our new Sin free Debt-free lifestyle, like yeah, you, know, you you gotta break it down, and you gotta look at sin-free as self-free. Yeah, like f- self-free. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, I love the the fa- the fact that when you pull up to the gas station, there used to be a time it was self-serve. Yeah, like there was self-serve and there was full service, and we don't realize like to serve ourselves is full service. Right. To us. Right. It, sh- it shouldn't be that way. Like full service was you pulled up, you sat in the car, you paid. And the guy, you, you pump your gas, he's cleaning the windows. You know what I'm saying? I remember those times. I know I'm a little old, but I remember those times. Yeah. Full service was something people wanted. Yeah. Now, if you tell somebody in life, hey, God is offering full service. You ain't got to do nothing. Yeah. You just got to pay what the cost is and let him work. And like, nah. They ain't with it. I can do it myself. That's self-serving. A self-serving individual is one who is only interested in not just getting, but getting on their terms. Yeah. Not just doing, but doing on their terms. I don't want God to be the hero. I want to be the hero. Yeah. I don't want God to get the credit. I want to get the credit. And you tell people like, man, God really helped you out in that situation. Like, God didn't go to work. I've heard people say like, God didn't grind this out. Yeah. God wasn't doing these sleepless hours. God wasn't doing that. I was doing that. Me, me, me. That's self-serving. Yeah, it is. It's a funky mentality when we, we found comfort in full service in one respect. And we resent it and hate it in another. Yeah. I got my family here. God, I don't know the first thing about this stuff. That's the reason why they did it anyway. Because back then they like, hey, y'all smoking and stuff. You don't need to be near this gasoline. You don't blow this whole place up. Sit in your car. We'll handle it. Because they didn't want people to not know what they're doing. Now you look on cameras and like surveillance cameras, closed caption cameras. You see people pull off, you know, pump still in the car. Yeah. Snatch it right off. Like, ah! you know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody is fit to handle these things. Not everybody has the wherewithal and the awareness to handle these things. For sure. So you're seeing people tear their families up and you be watching like. It's no good. That brother just tore his whole family up. He quit his job, said he's pursuing a rap career. He's 35 years old. He, he just... And he'll he'll rationalize it. That's self-serving. He, he, yeah, he, he's, he, he's doing it for them. 
them to have a better future. I'm, I'm, I want to leave something behind for them. It's and, all about and, legacy. It's prolific out here. Yeah, it's yeah. the marathon. Yeah, we we get real. You know, we get real creative in in our reasoning when it when it comes to pleasing ourselves, and it's time out for it because, you know, that's how people drive themselves crazy. You yeah, know, you go through a lot to to tie your thoughts and make it right within yourself, and that's why we piece it together because it's like scriptures will say things like cash it cares. People are like I don't know, I can't. I can't find it to do it. He's like, "Cause you selfish, yeah. you selfish. Yeah, you you you, you don't want to. You, you like even the struggles. You like, I can handle this. I don't trust him to handle it. Not the way I wanted to. So people be looking like they in bad relationships. They want out. Yeah, They're like Father God, you know, lead and guide me, show me. And you hoping that he show you to the exit, and he like, oh, um, come over here. I'm gonna show you how to work. I'm going to show you how to give. I'm going to show you how to fight. I'm going to show you how to pray. I'm going to show you how to give the right and move the right way in your marriage to salvage it. But you over it already. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, man, God, I wanted you to help me. I wanted the full service. I wanted you to do it all. I just didn't know you was going to do this. So I, I, I'm going to try it on myself. I'm out. I'm already out. I'm done with it. Ill. Like, we give more leeway to food to drop on the ground than to situations in our lives. Bro. Yeah, we do. Food get a five-second rule. People, they get a millisecond. Oh, you hated me for five second, five milliseconds? You never loved me. I'm out. Yeah, that's it. That's it. What do I... What do I no, I'm out. Wait, so you text somebody else? So you... You you did this, you did that, did you you slept with somebody? Else? I'm out. We don't see it as selfish. Yeah. It's selfish. Jesus said it. He said, Yeah, Moses created a bill of divorce because of y'all hard hearts. Yeah. So so it's it's impossible. <laughs> it's it's impossible to be in God and have a hard heart. In a climate of soft hearts, there is no need for divorce because a person is willing to do what it takes. To restore For sure You can't You know you can't You gotta denounce something You can't say you're a Christian And you, and you for that Cause One thing denounces each other Like you know I can't say I'm a Christian With a hard heart Cause I can't say I'm a Christian Who come from a guy Who restores And everything in my life Is broken And then discarded Yeah The total opposite Of who God is It is he was a carpenter. Even in secular, yeah. he knew how to fix and put things together. Yeah. He knew how to make things better. Can you imagine the catharsis of that? Like before he's ever allowed to fix people, God has him fix things. Dude, that character. That character. It, it, you know it does, too. Yeah, it, build, it, build, it, 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 it seeps through all the things in your life when you have... That character of restoring and creating. Because and, and you know that people can't do that without a level of care. No, you can't. There's, a, there's yeah. a care that goes with it. Their care is going to be exposed. If they care about money, then they, they're going to put no time in it. And the product is going to reveal itself. And it's yeah. Like, uh, You'd be like, what in the world? Yeah, man. I, um, You know, your bathroom done. Like, yeah, it is. How did you do it so fast? Oh, we call it bad fitters. <laughs> so what we did was we set something right on top of what was there. Yeah. Look nice, don't it? Yeah, but the, the thing is, bro, like, it was mold and stuff, and I really wanted, I wanted that stuff gutted. I wanted that stuff taken out. Yeah, but you didn't want to invest in it. So what we did, we just put something right over top of it. Yeah. Sealed it up nice. You won't even know it. I want you to be cool with it. That's the difference. Those places exist. And, and, you know, nothing against them, but they exist because there's a level of people who are willing to really engage. And there's people who just want to have it better. I just want it to look nice. I don't, I know that tearing down a bathroom, putting it back together will inconvenience me. Yeah. For many a days. Bathfitters said they come 24 hours. You got a whole new bathroom. 
Do you get what I'm saying? But it's it's a veneer. Yeah. Just like Instagram, it's social media, it creates a veneer. It, it, it covers over it, but it doesn't cover it in the right way. He right. said, love covers a multitude of sins. Not like bad fitters. Nah. Love covers a multitude of sins. Like when it's covered, it's covered. Yeah. It's healed. Yeah. It's restored. It's fixed. We don't, we don't, we don't allow that because we're so selfish. The self-centered individual can never have a God-centered life. No, never. That's all they... Both of our situations are proven to us is that we are being knocked off our center. Yeah. My center was me. This is my place. I'm so at peace, bro, like when I when nothing's going on. And I think it sounds so cool. I said it to you a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't care what happened to me. I'd be just happy when things are going well for everybody else. Yeah. It's not really a caring thing. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I just want my neighbors to knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because instead of it being neighbors that's banging and making noise, it's people in your life who you got issues. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, God, can you bless them, please? <laughs> yeah. God, can you heal them? Like, can you heal my brother's family, dog? Like, for real. Because it's like, it's, knock it off. Yeah. So that I can go back to just being disconnected. Yeah. I can go back to not being invested. I can go back to not praying all night. I can go back to not fasting. I can go back to not travailing and shedding tears for those that, that are in my life. I should be doing that round the clock, 24-7, 365, 364 or whatever. What it is, 366 on the 56 on the leap year, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I should be doing that, whether people are living fine or not, yeah. but I only do it when it's bad. It's selfish. You know what I'm saying? You don't talk to your neighbors no other time. When they make a noise, you knocking on the door. Hey, uh, how you doing? I just was uh, I was trying to sleep, man. You know? And it's revealed in that, like when you only texting people because you you want something or <laughs> or you want them better. Oh yeah, I'm calling them like, feel you good. Like, tell, please tell me you good. I this times I called you, I was like, let this man tell me you good so I can sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, bruh, you was like, nah, it ain't good. Yeah. And I was like, God, dog, it. When it will it end? There's times where I, you know, you notice, know just distance myself. Yeah. So just so you don't have to have to deal with it, you know. And I, I'm just, I mean, I'm the same way. I, I, you call, I just wouldn't. <laughs> I just, bro, like, and this is the selfish part, bro. I can't t- let's, I can't talk to him right now. I'm teetering on the edge myself. Yeah, I'm going. I got my own stuff. I, I'm, I'm really struggling today myself. I don't really got it for Philip. And you like. Bro, I called you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause, cause we we as Christians we good for that, cause we we don't want to be known for selfishness. Selfishness is is just a bad word these days. You say it, even in the era of self love, you say you selfish. selfish. It's it's like oh my god. I noticed that those the words, the words that tweak people like that, or the ones that are really the things we need to address. Yeah. So like when you call people weird, people really don't like being called weird. No. When you call people crazy, they oh, don't yeah. like being called crazy. When you call people liars, bro, liars don't like being called liars. No. I was talking to my nephew, shout out to BJ. And I said, you know you was lying, right? He was like, nah, I wasn't. I walked him through it again. He was like, I was like, is that a lie? Yes, you know you a liar, right? No, I'm not. I said, let's do this one more time. Yeah. You knew you were telling a lie. You said this, even though it wasn't true. Is it a lie? Yes. You're a liar. No. You're a liar, man. Gotta own it. You gotta own it. He ain't wanna own it. He ain't wanna own it. I'm playing the long play with him. I got a lesson that I started. Sometimes you gotta start lessons, and they don't get the lesson until the end. Yeah. You gotta you gotta play it out. It, it takes time. 
y'all not in, y'all not investing time in the people. You invest time because it's going to pay with off. The kids. With kids, it's going to pay off, bro. This was a good episode. No, it was. You think it was? Yeah. I know we both tired, right? <laughs> but it's a good episode. Just um, prayers for everybody out there as you continue to try to fight through yourself. I know we want to talk about all this other stuff, but at the end of the day, if you can fight yourself, if you can say, I just don't want to be a self-centered person. I don't want to do things for selfish ways. You'll find yourself in righteousness before you know it. Yeah. It won't be that deep. Right. Just start there. I don't want to be selfish. I want to be Godish. Yeah. <laughs> if you can start there. You'll find yourself in a better place. You'll find your relationships in a better place. You'll find your growth in a better place. Yeah. So that's episode 137. We'll call it selfish. I'm Forrest Hall. Philip Hall. God bless y'all.